This is a weekend review for DailyDrinkMag.com. This is the second week of January 2020. The second page of Employees Only Singapore's menu lists what they refer to as Tropical Classics. From this side, we ordered the EO Paloma, a Cimarron Blanco Tequila, house-made grapefruit cordial, fresh lime juice, and something called Black Lava Salt. Now a pinch of that black lava salt sits right on top of some perfectly cut ice and is a layer that you both smell and taste. What does it smell like? Well, it's a taste and smell of the seas that adds a bit of spice to a much beloved cocktail. Moving over to the Philippines, we visit the province of La Union and the Shrine of Satisfaction. Over here, we tasted a piña colada, a staple for any respectable beachside bar. But this special bar deserves a special take on the classic. And this is exactly what the Shrine of Satisfaction brings to the table with their clarified piña colada. All the flavors you would expect are present, the rum, the cream of coconut, and of course, the piña, or the pineapple. But what makes this special is that it appears that all of the ingredients have been through some sort of clarifying process in order to engineer a fully transparent cocktail. It also tastes tighter than the traditional piña colada, which is traditionally a long drink. What does it pair well with? The scent of fresh sea breeze. Coming back to Monday Espresso, we tried a new profile, which is a gentle flat 2.5 milliliters per second. So continuing our weekly take on the same bean, same machine, but different pressure profile experiment, we find ourselves looking into yet another gentle pressure profile. This time, gentle and flat is actually a preset in the DE1 Pro from Decent Espressos. According to the description, the profile was created by Adrian Sinak of Cafeism. He's a French barista and designed this profile to create great consistency throughout shots from lightly roasted coffees that are very aromatic. When pulling our shot, we got the exact 2.5 milliliters per second after 44 seconds at 91.1 degrees Celsius. The total weight of our espresso was exactly 40 ml. Using our house blend of DC7, our shot produced an aroma that had a hint of cacao and spices, notes of nutmeg, followed by a subtle nutty flavor with very low acidity. The body left a smooth mouthfeel, but kind of lacked balance. What we found is that the gentle flat 2.5 milliliters per second pressure profile was smooth and sweet, but did not make for an exciting flavor. So just a note that this is something that we are starting to notice with the more gentler pressure profiles is that there are elements of flavor and excitement that are lost. Back in Singapore, we are at Homeground Coffee and talking about their packaging. Homeground Coffee is one of the companies that give great importance to good design, and perhaps just as much attention is what they pay to the quality of the coffee that they produce. They're known for coming up with creative and playful illustrations and images for their coffee packaging. And it's also interesting to see how they experiment with different styles and color schemes without losing their identity. So take these tins for example. These are what Homeground Coffee uses for their regular roasts. The tin itself is already nice. They chose a gunmetal color that looks basic but is actually classy and covered it with a label that's almost the same shade. Text is very minimal, but they added tiny little illustrations showing the different flavor notes of the beans inside. The illustrations are colorful and they really pop. It's a kind of design in which they only want to show you what you need to know and it does it well. It's straight to the point without being too serious. One thing to note is that somehow they're able to be modern but easily appealing to people of any age. Another detail worth taking note of is how they've kept the font sizes very readable and not too small, which is usually a problem with minimalist designs. 
nothing is compromised here. And these are some things that you only think about when design is of importance to you. And clearly, it's of importance to home ground coffee. Headed over to Hong Kong, we visit PDT to taste a drink that you can't get in the OG PDT in New York. At least that's what we were told by the bar manager when we were recommended this beverage at PDTHK. Short for please don't tell, PDT New York was the tip of the spear for the speakeasy and craft cocktail revolution. That revolution has been running for the past decade. And for many who visit PDT for the first time, they are looking for the authentic PDT New York experience. So it's interesting to get recommended a recipe that's unique to Asia. And what makes it so special? Apparently, it's a sake and a plum, which are both difficult to acquire stateside. The drink also features vodka and an omeshu, and it's basically inspired by the Vesper, the drink that James Bond designs on the fly in Casino Royale, except this time with a twist of plum and sake. The name of the drink is Evening Star, and it's actually the Latin translation of the word Vesper. Now, just like the Vesper, it packs quite a strong alcohol punch. The plum notes are very present and that rounds out this traditionally aggressive drink. You can taste all of the elements, both in layers and in harmony. An excellent drink from PDT Hong Kong. Back in the Philippines, we are in Pasig City and throwing back to 2015 for our first Throwback Thursday. Here we find ourselves at the original Habitual Coffee. It was the simple coffee bar in the front section of an interior design and lifestyle accessory store in the Home Depot area of Pasig City. And though Habitual did have baristas, it was always very much owner-run. Here pictured is Kaeong and her then-boyfriend, now-husband, PJ. They are two of the three that founded Habitual. The third is Raf Garcia, who is the partner who handles Habitual's day-to-day -day business all the way until today. Did we mention that this coffee bar was AeroPress only? For those who did come to know this brand and love them all throughout all the years, it's interesting to note that the dream started like this. It's very true to the fighting spirit of the Aeropress, the little brewer that could. Today in 2020, Habitual has three branches, one in QC, one in BGC, and their flagship store is now in Salcedo Village, Makati. You can still order a pretty mean Aeropress brew. Finally, we are back in Singapore on Hong Kong Street. So it's a little bit confusing, but this bar is called 28 Hong Kong Street but it's in Singapore's financial district. Now, beyond their incredibly high standard for quality drinks, it's a joy to see how much the bartenders at Singapore's 28HKS, for short, take care of the bar and how well their team works together. They always look like they're having a good time and are in love with their job, which translates well to their service approach. Even when you're with a group of people, all of your drinks arrive at the same time. They don't sit in the bar for very long. This way, everyone can start their drink at the same time and also finish at the same time, then order the next round of drinks. 28HKS is definitely one of the most in-tune and solid teams in Asia. Now, they don't have an Instagram, so just check out that 28HKS location tag. And that's it for the Week in Review for DailyDrinkMag.com for the second week of January 2020. Please be sure to like this video and to follow our accounts, whether on YouTube or Instagram, and be sure to visit our website, www.dailydrinkmag.com. You can sort by country and visit all the places that we've been to in the past. This helps if you're planning a trip or if you are already living in that city. Daily Drink Magazine is produced in Honeycomb Manila's collaborative studios at Double Dragon Plaza. Please do come visit us there. We are always in search of great drinks and we hope you are too. And as always, find what you love to drink and have lots of that.